Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash Entitled Parents video. While Entitled Parents boss you around, the only thing I'll ever ask of you guys is if you could hit the like and subscribe buttons down below. That said, our first story of the day is by AITA Model Trains. My entitled stepmom let my stepsister break my birthday present before I got it, then try to take the replacement back. I, 14-year-old male, really like steam trains and my favorites are from Britain. My parents are divorced and both my mom and dad got remarried. My stepmom has two daughters from another marriage, Kelly who's 18 and Anne who's 9. When I was 12, I started mowing lawns and walking dogs so I could get some money and start collecting models. Since there's so many models out there and so many liveries, I decided to limit myself to preserved locomotives in the liveries they're preserved in and unique locomotives. This Christmas, my mom and stepdad surprised me with four out of the six preserved A4s, Mallard, Bittern, Union of South Africa, and Dominion of Canada. On my birthday, January 14th, I asked my mom, stepdad, dad, and stepmom for the remaining two A4s. Dwight D. Eisenhower and Sir Nigel Gressley. And my mom and stepdad got me Sir Nigel Gressley and the rebuilt W1. I went to my dad's the next day and saw my dad's stepmom and stepsisters. I opened my gifts and when I was done, my dad went and brought another bag out. I pulled out the tissue paper and there was a model train inside. I pulled it out but before I could look at it, the model fell out. I looked at the box and the back was ripped out. I showed my dad and he looked confused when stepmom chimed in, oh, and threw a tantrum so I let her play with that last week. I looked at the model and the paint was all scratched and the side rods were bent. One of the axles was cracked too. I was really pissed that Anne did so much damage and my stepmom just put it back into the box. I was pissed since I don't have much there and the little bit of stuff I do have there, Anne's broken. I angrily asked, why do you let her break everything of mine? And my stepmom said, just get over it already. I snapped and said, I will when you stop letting Anne be so spoiled and start being a better parent. That pissed her off and she called me an ungrateful jerk. I asked my dad to take me home and he did. I talked to my dad a little on the ride home and he said he would get me a replacement. He came with a replacement today after school with stepmom and Anne. I thanked them and my dad made Anne apologize. I felt kind of awkward because I had nothing to talk about, so I asked if they wanted to watch me run it in. They came to my room and my stepmom saw the other five A4s and the W1. The W1 got rebuilt with an A4 boiler so they looked similar and started to flip out that I wasted their money and she tried to take the model from me. My mom and stepdad came in before she could grab it and asked what happened and my stepmom told them that I wasted their money because I already had models like the one they got me. My mom tried explaining that it looked similar because it's part of the same class, but my stepmom wasn't having it. My stepmom tried to grab it again, but my stepdad intervened and kicked them out. My stepmom started to make a scene, but my dad seemed embarrassed and quickly said, let's just go, and grabbed Anne and my stepmom's hands and pulled them to the car. This is somebody that's just kind of out of touch with any kind of collecting at all? I guess it's something they just don't understand, but you would feel like almost anybody would understand. Somebody collecting trains, they're probably gonna all look like trains. You're probably gonna have multiple of them. 
the stepmom in the story is just so unequivocally an entitled parent. Although OP's father seems very supportive here, do you guys think, at the cost of spending less time with their dad, that OP should try to keep their distance from them and limit how much time they're actually around their dad and stepmom? Or do you guys think that's just not worth it because of that relationship with their dad? Let me know what you guys think in the comments down below. Our next story is by Gus the Great 98, entitled father-in-law, 48, thinks he can live in my, male, 23, apartment for however long he wants. So backstory, on December 18th, my father-in-law called my wife, 21, and said that he may be dying. He had just got over COVID and hadn't slept more than four hours in the past month, so we go visit him since we're under the impression he may not have long and take him to the hospital. At the hospital, they inform him that he's not dying, but start scheduling him appointments to further figure out what was wrong. The next day, he tells my wife that he may come stay with us for these appointments since we're closer and we have heat and air. His house does not. I try to ask my wife what he means when he says, take care of him, because I wasn't sure if he meant to just stay and be out of the way, or if he wanted us to baby him. She told me that he wouldn't elaborate or say how long he'd be. We tell him we have to leave now, even though he really wanted to go to church. My wife had work and I had to replace the tire on my car, so we leave against his wishes and tell him we'll be back to get him when we're ready. It was that same day while I was waiting for my tire to get done when I get a call from his phone and my sister-in-law, 14, is on the phone asking for my address. They were already on the road and he was bringing both of his younger kids. I live in a two-bedroom apartment, so I'm already mad that he hadn't given us time to talk about things, but he brought the kids as well without asking us. Furthermore, I was on the only vacation time I had taken all year, so it felt like a huge freaker time off, take care of my kids. About a week passes, my wife keeps telling me I'm not allowed to be mean, and I had enough of the kids fighting. I said, I don't care what you have to tell them, if your dad has to be here for my Christmas, I'm taking the kids back the 24th. They need to be home. The whole time the kids were packing, father-in-law just kept asking why they had to go and who said to bring them back. The day of Christmas, I try to spend as much time with my wife, but father-in-law feels lonely and needs to talk to somebody. We had already spent Christmas with her and my family at different dates. My family usually spends Christmas Day at home with the intermediate family, so I felt like my vacation and holiday was hijacked for this man. A few more weeks go by and a few hospital visits before we finally meet his first primary care doctor who reviews everything and concludes that the only symptoms he shows are for anxiety and depression. He doesn't believe it. He still thinks he's sick and dying even after many doctors have told him otherwise. By this point, I've had enough. We keep asking when he plans on leaving and he just keeps saying he didn't know, so we call mother-in-law to find out he was planning on staying at least until March. Me and my wife are both done at this point, so we go and tell them that he has to be out by the 21st of January. That was last week, and he kept trying to guilt us into letting him stay until February, but we can't. We need our lives back. I feel like I should also add that during this time, he has not respected our boundaries, invaded our privacy, and got upset when we made or had plans and wouldn't change them for him. Also, I'm a private guy who likes alone time. He would make food, then tell me I need to eat with him so we can talk together. Like, my alone time doesn't matter. As well, my wife told him I also struggle with anxiety and depression, so he's been pestering me to open up to him about my experiences, and I'm not okay with that. You know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking the mother-in-law is back at home like, Thank God I finally got some breathing time. If OP and their wife are dealing with it like this at their place, the mother-in-law is probably like, you know what, take as much time over there with the kids as you need. 
Don't worry, I'll hold the place down here. You enjoy that air conditioning and heating. Our next story is by I Keep Hearts in a Jar. Entitled mother can't take the blame. I know my mother's trying to become better, but I'm still mad at her, not just for the story, in general, and I really need to get this out of my head. About a year ago, I won't go into details, but I took a lot of sleeping pills after a meltdown. After realizing what I did, I freaked out and told my friends and asked them what to do. Note, my mental health is much better and I know for sure that I won't try to do something like that again, so don't worry. Thankfully, one of my friends, Caitlin, told me to call a certain number a national helpline for poisonings. They advised me to go to the hospital, so I did, and after the necessary procedures, I was discharged four days later without any other complications. So I thought that was it. I hadn't told anyone other than my friends about what happened, but some days later when I was hanging out with my cousin Eleanor, she asked me about my stay in the hospital, if I was okay, something like that. I asked her who told her about that, and she said entitled mother had told her family. I was angry at mom because I didn't want anyone else to know as I was embarrassed and I didn't want to answer any weird questions. My relatives can be nosy. So I confronted her about it and she got all sweet and worried about me, asking if I was sure that my friends didn't say about the whole incident to someone else. In particular, she pointed out that Caitlin's sister Wendy is really close with Eleanor and she was the one who told Eleanor and then Eleanor told the rest of her family. Entitled mother then told me to be careful about sharing things with Caitlin and some other BS. So I asked Caitlin if she had said anything about the incident to Wendy. Her answer was yes. When he told us you had taken the pills, I panicked and asked Wendy what to do, and she suggested you call the helpline. Wendy did tell Eleanor about it, but Eleanor and her family already knew because Entitled Mother told them. Because she needed to talk to someone about it, without my consent or without even telling me. Yet my mother couldn't take the blame, so she put it on Caitlin and Wendy, who, without exaggeration, might have saved my life. It's definitely a pretty spineless situation to not just fess up and say, I was anxious about it, I was unsure, I wanted to talk it through with people. Just kind of own up to it. Admit that you did violate OP's trust by talking about it without ever clearing it first. Like, yeah, it sucks for both sides, but just kind of just stand and make the whole thing worse by finding out not only did they violate your trust, they lied to you about it too. Our next story is by Nurse Mom X5. This is not a daycare. This encounter happened in 2010, and I often find myself thinking back on it. I worked part-time at a children's clothing store in a mall in Dallas, Texas. This particular day wasn't very busy. The store was located on the second floor near escalators. In the store towards the back is an area that had a kitty table with little toys on it and a TV playing a Christian cartoon featuring vegetables and fruits. Enter entitled mom and her unruly toddler. Toddler's around three to four years old. Mom's mindlessly looking through the racks and not paying much mind to her child. I was tagging items at the register, and every few minutes I would hear the chime the entrance made when someone would enter or leave the store. The first couple of times, the mom would look up and tell her child to come back and sit down to play with the toys or watch the TV. After about five minutes, the child would get bored and would run around again. Mom and child have been in the store approximately 30 minutes at this point when this lovely interaction happened. I said, ma'am, your child's out of the store and quickly approaching the escalators. The entitled mom said, how am I supposed to be able to shop if I have to keep an eye on her? I say, maybe your priority here is your child's safety, not shopping. The entitled mom sighs heavily and says, I came here to shop. 
Can you get her for me and put her in front of the TV? I say, this is not a daycare. You're responsible for your child and you may want to get her before she gets hurt. She went out of the store to get her child, came back in to pay, and left. I've heard a lot of these stories on YouTube and I'm always shocked by the level of entitlement some people have. That kid is back on the escalator again. Listen, not a year goes by, not a year, that I don't hear about some escalator accident involving some jerk kid, which could have easily have been avoided had some parent, I don't care which one, but some parent conditioned them to fear and respect that escalator. In all seriousness, I've stumbled into enough deep internet videos of some serious escalator accidents, enough to know that even I myself, an adult, have the utmost fear and respect for escalators. I don't want to get stuck on one, and if you fall inside, well, it wouldn't be pretty. And our final story of the day is by A Quiet Borderline, A Tale of Two Grocery Carts. This just happened and I'm still giggling with joy at how I managed to ruin an entitled parent and their spoiled brat's night. I was running low on food, so I went to my favorite grocery store chain to stock up. Something to note about this grocery store chain, they have special carts for kids to ride in and are designed to look like a truck, coming complete with turning wheels. It's supposed to help keep kids entertained while parents do the shopping. Kids love them, and I've seen arguments break out between kids about who can sit in these carts. As I was walking to the front, I noticed that someone left one of these kid carts in a handicapped parking spot. Therefore, nobody could park in it. Because it was blocking the handicapped parking spot, I decided to push it inside the store for someone else to use. I grabbed the cart and pushed it inside. I didn't hear the screeching until I was inside. Excuse me, you don't have kids, so why are you using that cart? I was confused as heck. How did this person know I didn't have kids? I turned around to see the source of the screeching and spotted our Karen and her fat brat, whom I'll call Ptolemy after the kid on the TV show Rome, thinking that they were having a bad day. I started my explanation. It was in a handicapped spot. Give me the cart so my child can ride in it. I want to ride in the cart. Ptolemy screamed as he reached for the cart. You don't need it. I decided to have some fun. No, this is my cart. I saw it first. Therefore, I'm going to take it. I pushed the cart inside, leaving them there speechless. And it was glorious. I spent a wonderful hour taking my time visiting my friends at various counters, which is why I love this particular grocery store. They know me by name and always ask how I am, checking various produce and rejecting everything that didn't fit my standards. Meanwhile, I just had the biggest smile on my face that I'm still wearing. I don't know if I was just blind to it when I was little little, but like right around the age where I was just outgrowing sitting in those kinds of carts, that's when I remember them really having these in stores, where it was like a little car cart that you could sit in and it was fun for the kids. So to be honest, in a way, I feel bad for Ptolemy because it's like the super cool kid cart that you want to sit in, you want to drive in that truck. But I also feel bad for them because their mom's a jerk. Sorry kid, see you later. Vroom vroom. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories.